Hello everyone, welcome to the Jcast Network. I'm your host, Aaron Herman. We had the opportunity to speak to Sandy Carden, president of the Charles Lynn Schussman Foundation. Let's take a closer look. Second stage funding is a, uh, a big issue uh, in the Jewish community. Um, how did, what's your advice to entrepreneurs that want to bring their vision to the forefront? Yeah, well, I, I mean, you just have to keep at it. It's, it's the adage of fundraising, whether it's second stage funding, initial funding, or later stage funding, you just have to ask. I mean, you have to continue to beat the bushes in order to find people who are willing to provide the financial support for what you believe in, and hopefully for what they believe in as well. There's no shortcut to a question of funding, and there won't be a shortcut to the question of funding no matter what kind of enterprises are created to provide, whether it's initial funding, core funding, mezzanine funding, operational funding, it doesn't really matter. You still have to tell your story, you have to tell your story effectively, and you have to tell your story often. And that's what it takes to raise money in not just the Jewish world, but in the secular society as well. That's true. And the Schussman Foundation has been at the forefront for innovative projects. How do you, how do you pay, I mean, there's, there's obviously you get, you know, obviously you can't just go to a foundation and say, I had this idea, pitch it, and then you get the money. And so maybe, maybe I have in some cases, I haven't seen it. But um, how do you pick the projects that, you know, that work and, and that speak, obviously, to, uh, to Lynn, to the board, uh, and to, you know, the overall mission of the other? Well, one of the things that we look for is the, is the idea scalable. That is to say, if the idea works, can you take it at a national or international level? We're not a foundation that works at a local level. So if it's not an idea that we think can be taken as scalable, it can be work in lots of places, then we're not necessarily interested. Number two, we also are very interested in inclusivity and diversity. So whatever project you're talking about needs to appeal to the broadest possible expanse of the Jewish community. So if it appeals to the broad expanse and it's scalable, then we'll talk about it. Then you get to the nature of the person who is pitching it. How inspiring is that person? How, how energetic is that person? How much do you believe? In some ways you talk about betting on the jockey, not necessarily the horse. You take a look at the people who are running the project and are they inspiring? Are they working hard? Are they showing the dedication to make it happen? Do they give a sense of confidence, instill a sense of confidence in you that they can make this work? That's a very, very big part of the cell. I'm a Kivun alumnus. Um, and working in the Jewish community for a number of years, and even the investment in impression development. Uh, when you're when you're in the what I call the suck of the, of the Jewish world, sometimes getting that extra help uh, to network, uh, to understand the the, the the best practices to do your job better. Um, what are your thoughts about professional development in the Jewish world? I think it's critically important, and I think it's one of the large lackings of our community. I think we don't think about uh, training our professionals from day one all the way through the most senior executives. We don't think enough about that. I am always surprised when we talk to colleagues about professional development, and they say either my organization or my board, in the case of the foundation, doesn't place a high priority on that. They don't think that those are important dollars to spend. 
We at the Schusterman Foundation feel exactly the opposite. We think that professional development is key. We think professional development is key at every level, at, at every level, at every age. And the greater professional development we can have, it's not only that we're enhancing the ability of the professionals to perform, but professional development invariably creates a sense of camaraderie. It creates a sense of esprit de corps among those who are working in the Jewish community. And that's what we need, because we need to foster collaboration and cooperation among the professionals, as well as among the organizations, as well as among the lay leadership. Because when we foster collaboration and cooperation at all three of those levels, then we'll have the kind of community that we really seek to have. And you know, I want to tell a little bit about Tagli Birthright as well. Um, the foundation has been the, really the epicenter of the creation of Tagli Birthright as well. What have you seen? Because you, you've seen it from the very beginning, and, and now it's, you know, it's this incredible gift. Um, and the way that this, the whole project evolved, it, it just, it's, it's unbelievable now. Uh, people are on the waiting list, um, but you now there's follow-up and all these things that are happening. What are your thoughts about the, the whole evolution of it? Well, there's no question that Taglit is the success story of the last 20 years of Jewish philanthropy. There's no question that Taglit is reshaping certainly North American Jewry, if not Israeli Jewry as well. And the key is that the community, as a community, we need to understand how do we capitalize on this amazing phenomenon. We hope that it will continue for years. We hope that we will continue to have this birthright for young Jews and that at least 50% of young Jews will go to Israel uh, on this experience. Other parts of the 50% will go, whether it's teen programs or other kinds of programs, so that we have the constant interplay between diaspora Jewry and the state of Israel, which is critical for the future of the Jewish people. And as that continues, we have to build upon it. We have to have institutions and organizations that recognize that birthright is creating a spark in people. Who, or it is either creating the spark or fanning the spark. And when they return home to their home communities, both in North America and throughout the diaspora, we need to be prepared to take them to the next step, to encourage them to continue on their Jewish journey. And Birthright is a fabulous way to begin that journey, or in some senses to continue that journey, but then we need to exponentially grow the Jewish opportunities that are available to people. And as I said, then we'll have the kind of Jewish community we want, a learned, committed Jewish community, one that has a sense of the importance and the centrality of the state of Israel. And what made you go into the, the Jewish community? Well, I, it's a family. I mean, I'm, my family has long been involved. My, my uh, mother was born in, in Israel, Palestine then, but born in Israel. And it's just part of the family. It's something I grew up with. So uh, a love of being Jewish, a love of the state of Israel, that's just inside of me. And the opportunity to be able to do the kinds of things we're doing at the Schusterman Foundation was just too good to pass up. As you can see, the Charles and the Schusterman Foundation is transforming communities around the globe. This is Aaron Herman. Thank you for watching.